Welcome. So this week uh, we're going to do Parshas Bolok. So there's a Gemara in in uh, the whole story with Bilam and Balak. You know, I'm not going to get into the details of that story, not yet. But the whole story, the Gemara, the Gemara in Bava Basra Dafiyudalad, the Gemara goes through all the Sforim uh, of Tanakh. What what is the order of the Neviim? What is the order of the Ksuvim? And it uh, brings Bryce's tells you the whole order. And then the Gemara says, Amik Sovam, who wrote all these for him? So the Gemara says like this, Moshe Kosov Sifroi, Uparshas Bilam. Moshe wrote his Sefer and Parshas Bilam. What does that mean? What does it mean, Parshas Bilam? And then Yeshua and, and Eiv. Yeshua wrote his Sefer and this, okay, that's the rest of the Gemara, you can go through it. But this, this line, Moshe Kosov Sifroi, Uparshas Bilam. So Rash says like this, Uparshas Bilam, Nevuasai u Mishalov, the Nevu and the Mishalim, Afalpish Enon Sarche Moshe Viterosai, the Say the Masov. Even though they don't have anything to do with Moshe, and the Say the Masov. So, I mean, there are. The Mefarshim have problems with Rashi, you know, that Shalad, they say that. Why is this not? The, why does that nothing to do with the Torah? There are many things in Torah. What, what is what is the difference of of Cain killing Hevel? What is that? How does that affect the Torah? What does it mean to say? It's nothing. It's not Sirach. It's not Sirach and Moshe v'Tirosay. What is the Pshat and Rashi? So other Mefarshim, the Ritva wants to say that that not like Rashi, that there was. Um, Another sefer Bilam, which is not put, not in Ma'ar Chomish, and uh, and there was more elaborate and a lot of other things in there, and Moshe wrote that, and it was lost. We don't have it, which is you know. I mean, it's a big chiddush. First of all, I think it's a big chiddush to say that our Torah is incomplete, that we're missing a sefer, but you know, listen to Ritva. The Ramah says no. The Ramah says it's this Pasha's Bilam. So what does this mean exactly? I saw a different svarim of different, different ways of trying to resolve this. I just want to make a suggestion uh, that maybe, maybe this is what Rashi means. The, the whole story of the Torah is there's a narrative in the Torah, and the, the narrative is the history of Klal Yisrael. It's telling us what happened to Klal Yisrael, and there are many things that that play into this. Um, Adam and Chava. That's the, the history of Klal Yisrael starts with Adam and Chava, and starts with everything that happened. All the things, all of them, lead into the history of Klal Yisrael. And there's genealogies. So the genealogies, you know, who are the children of Esau, who are the children of Yaakov. I don't know about genealogies, but as far as stories that happened, everything somehow is part of the overall history of Klal Yisrael. But what if the Torah? We'll tell you a Pasha of what happened in China during the time that they were in the Midbar. There was the, the Han Dynasty or the Ming Dynasty, and they had a war, and the, it wouldn't fit. They wouldn't have, you know, what does that have to do with anything? There's no Shaykhs to the history of Klal Yisrael. It's something parallel and external to Klal Yisrael. It's nothing to do with us. So 
everything that's in the Torah, somehow it has to do with Klal Yisrael. Somehow it impacts us. And historically, tangentially, somehow it impacts us. What happened in, with Balak and Bilam has nothing to do with us. It was a separate thing that happened. He wanted him to come, he didn't want to come. He wanted him to curse, he didn't curse. I mean, maybe those brachas are good for us, but, but the actual story of what happened is not, does not have any kind of a shaykhist to Klal Yisrael. So that's maybe that's what Rashi means. Rashi says the Nevuasoy, uh, Mishalov, all those things. How about the end where, where, uh, where they were Mizana with the Benes Mayov? That part, Rashi doesn't mention that. Could be that part very much is part of our history, what happened at the end. But what happened in the beginning when Bolok sent uh, Zekenem and they could come, don't come, this, that, that really has nothing to do with us. It's there because it has a connection to us, but it's not really part of our history. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. Anyway, what I want to talk about is, is the Rambam. The Rambam in the Moira says, famous Rambam, that the Rambam says that any time you see a Malach, Anytime you see a malach, it's a nevuah. A person does not see a malach b'hokets. When you meet a malach, you're not in a, in a state of normal consciousness. You're in a prophetic state. You're in a, in a machza. Somehow you're in a nevuah, and then you could see a malach. Otherwise, you don't see a malach. So since Bilam saw the malach, that means that this story that happened with Bilam and Hosan was a nevuah. And therefore, the whole story with the uh, Asan talking, the Asan did not talk. The Asan didn't talk. It was only in the Nevoah that he talked. This is the Rambam. Upset some people, okay, but the Rambam's allowed. But the problem is, what do you do with the Mishnah in Ovis? The ten things were never Beit HaShemoshes, and one of them is the Pia Asan. So why do you need a Bri of Pia Asan if it didn't happen? It was only in Nevoah. So I would like to address that question. The Gemara and Tainas, it's a famous story, Chonya Mago. Big Tzaddik, Amr Rabbi Yechelen, Rechelen said, Kol Yomav Sha'oyset Tzaddik, Hayumit Staira, Mikrozeh. He was always bothered by this Pasek. Shira Malois, Beshuv Hashem, Beshiv Tziyayin, Hayinu Kecholmen. Omar, he said, How could a person have a cholom for 70 years? How could it be a cholom for 70 years? So he was very bothered by this. It was 70 years they were in Golis. A eunuch a cholman? I mean, he never heard of metaphors. He never heard of misholim. What's his problem with this Pasuk? What was his problem? Okay, he had a problem with the Pasuk. And then tells the whole story, and and then and then he fell asleep, and he was asleep for seventy years. Chania Magal was asleep for seventy years. He got up seventy years later. It was a little bit difficult for him to integrate with the world. It was different. Okay, but this is not what I want to go into. I want to talk about this. He slept for seventy years, and what was his problem? What, what was his problem with that Pasek? So, 
is a Gemara and Brachas. Gemara and Brachas says like this. Gemara addresses the Pasuk in Yirmiya. The Pasuk says like this. Hanavi hasherit chaloim. Hanavi has a chalom. Yisapar chaloim. Tell a chalom. Vasher dvari ito iti. If he has a nevuah from me, yidaber dvari emes. Ma'alit heaven is a bar. He's saying, he's talking against nevuah sheker. You have a chalom. Don't represent yourself as being nevuah. You're not nevuah. If you have a nevuah, dvari emes, then you could. Otherwise, you shouldn't represent yourself as Nevi'im. Manyu bar yitzel tevan, so am Rav Echonan, e'ev shelobar b'loi tevan. Every cholom has to have an advarim b'telem. So if you have a cholom, then don't think that you had a nevuah. That's what the Gemara is saying over here. Don't think you had a nevuah. A nevuah does not have advarim b'telem. So if you have a cholom, every cholom has advarim b'telem, it cannot be a nevuah. So don't say it's not a nevuah. Say you had a cholom. That's it. So, what's that like this? Chanya Magal had a problem. How did he sleep 70 years? And then he slept for 70 years. The, his 70 year sleep, was it natural or supernatural? Was it a nest? If you say, that those 70 years were a ness. So how did that answer his question? He asked the question, what are you saying, you know, um, how could you sleep 70 years? Terence is, Alpines, you could sleep 70 years. Alpines, you could do anything. What's, what is, what, how, does that, how does that resolve his question? So obviously, it was not a ness. It was a natural thing that I slept for 70 years. What's the shot? Because, we know that bears hibernate. A bear can go to sleep and sleep for the whole winter, sleep for four months or five months, I don't know how she sleeps. Depends on, and and, and uh, so how does that work? Because his metabolism slows up and therefore he's able to, to, to live for a long time without eating, without drinking, just because the metabolism is very, very low and keeps him alive. So. When when Chayni's problem was that how could you say people sleep for seventy years? Of course we know they are metaphors, but we see from from the pasuk in Yirmiya, we see that Cholam a, a nevuah cannot have tevin, a nevuah cannot have dvarim betelim in it. So even if you use dvarim betelim as a metaphor, it cannot have a place in the nevuah. So if it's not possible for a person to sleep for 70 years, this is, this is a nevuah. The whole, the whole tilim was said by nevuah. But certainly when he's saying what's going to happen in the Golas Bavel, David is writing this. It's a nevuah ala osed. So he's saying a nevuah. If it's a nevuah, it can't have dvarim betelim in it. To say that we were, to give a marshal that it was if we were sleeping for 70 years, that could be in the cholim. It cannot be in the nevuah. That was his problem. Even as a metaphor, you can't introduce dvarim betelim into, into a nevuah. So he was shown that it's possible for a person that you could, you could, um, you could lower the metabolism so low, almost to the point of death, 
almost to the point where it's not working, to a very, very extremely, extremely slow metabolism, and therefore a person is able to live for 70 years. So it's possible for a person to sleep for 70 years. It's possible. If it's possible, then it can be used as a metaphor in a nevuah. That's what we're saying. So the story with the, with the, with the Osoin, the Osoin spoke. It's in the nevuah. It didn't happen. But if such a thing was dvorim betelim, then it couldn't be used as a metaphor. You would not have a nevuah that says, the tree spoke to me. Trees don't speak. That's dvorim betelim. You can't have that. So what? So Benash Moshes was never pure osoin. That it's possible for osoin to say something, not to have long conversations, but it's possible for osoin to utter a word or two words. There is a pure osoin. It's possible for osoin to speak. Therefore, in a in the nevuah, the osoin could have a whole long conversation with Binyamin. That's how I want to find for the Rambam. I think you know. I mean, the Rambam that that Mishnah is like. Anytime uh, I mention this Ram to anybody, right away you say, what's with that Mishnah? It's an obvious question, you know. So I think that's how the Rambam resolved it. Now I just want to say one last small thing, just a brief thought. The, Mal- the Malach says to Bilam, ki yorat yorat. What's the word yorat mean? It doesn't appear anywhere else. So Rashi says that it's an acronym. Yorat, he's talking about the, the Osain. Yora, Rosa, Notsa. It, it was, it got scared, it saw me, and it turned to the side. So why is the Malach telling this to Bilam? So I think what the Malach is uh, saying, he's like demeaning Bilam, he says, the Osain, even before, before the Osain saw me, he already felt the fear, he sensed that I was there, he felt the fear. And then, so first it was Yorah, I got, got, got frightened, something's here. And then he saw the Malach, and then it turned away. You did not feel anything until you saw me. That's, what I, that's why he's telling you this. It's like a criticism to tell him that you're not even as good as your Thank you very much, and I hope to see you next week.